Did you know in Arizona, taxpayers have choices about where to direct their state taxes? If you have a desire to help families afford the education they choose for their children, sit back, listen, and be inspired. You are listening to Creating Future Leaders with Catholic Education Arizona. Welcome to Creating Future Leaders. Catholic Education Arizona is a school tuition organization that uses Arizona tax credit contributions from individuals and corporations and then turns them into tuition scholarships for students. The best part about being connected with CEA is knowing that you have a choice where your state tax dollars are sent and helping children and families choose the education that's best suited for them. My name is Deb Preach and I'm the Chief Development Officer at Catholic Education Arizona. I've been privileged to work in the Diocese of Phoenix in our Catholic schools and at CEA for the past 30 years, a four-generation Catholic school student, and the mother of four children that went to the school that we are going to talk to today, Xavier College Preparatory. I'm excited to speak with one of our honored corporate partners, Amy O'Sullivan, from Xavier College Preparatory. Welcome, Amy. Hi, Deb. Thank you so much for having me. It's our pleasure. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to be at Xavier College Prep? Sure, of course. Um, well, I moved to Arizona in 1997 when I was a senior in high school. And after I graduated, I thought, well, I just got here, so I'm going to attend Arizona State University so I could stay close to my family. And I, ma I majored in nonprofit fundraising. Unfortunately, I graduated from college four months after September 11th, and because of that, the economy was not in good shape, and it was really challenging to find a job, especially in the nonprofit world. So what I did was I went to my background of what I did while I was in college, and I pursued retail management. I worked at Nordstrom for eight years in managing uh, handbags, accessories, juniors, all the different departments, and I absolutely loved it. But then I met my husband, Marcus, and we got married in 2007, and in that, realized that trying to maintain a retail lifestyle while raising a family would be very, very challenging. So I wanted to go to an opportunity where not only I could work a tradi more traditional, because we know in nonprofits it's not always traditional, but a more traditional Monday through Friday type of job, but I also felt called to um, really pursue my passion in supporting um, a nonprofit organization that, that really helps people and makes a difference. And so here I am at Xavier. Um, thankfully, my sister-in-law graduated from Xavier in 2004, and she connected me with the community. It was my first entrance into the Xavier community, which, as you know, with your daughters there, is a long history of families that have been in and out of Xavier and come back time and time again, and it's just very connected. So at first, I felt like an outsider, but um, after the last 12 years of working there, I feel as if they are my family, um, and I, I'm very grateful to be part of the organization. So, Our experience is that Xavier is just a wonderful community. Um, the staff there is so easy to work with, and, and you really are indeed like a family mm -hmm. for not only your students but their parents, and that's what we've felt um, as parents and now getting the honor to work with you all. Yes. Um, there's many assumptions that are made about our Catholic schools, especially those that are larger, um, more successful schools like Xavier. Mm -hmm. What would people be surprised to know about Xavier? 
Well, I was one of those people as well as an outsider. I just assumed Xavier was a school filled with students that come from a lot of wealth. And why do they have a fundraising department? I didn't understand. But as I got into the mission of the school and I realized that Sister Joan's number one goal is no matter what, to offer a Catholic education to any student who academically academically, excuse me, qualifies to be at the school, regardless of her family's financial situation, I thought, okay, jackpot, that's where the mission is and that's what we're going to work towards. So being in the fundraising office for the last 12 years, I've worked in a variety of, of different um, capacities. I've worked with the annual fund where we do scholarship fundraising. I've worked with the foundation where we do um, scholarship fundraising. And the entire time I have worked with the tax credit. And through those years, I've gotten to know so many families. And what I really was surprised to learn is that we started out when 2008, when I first worked at Xavier, we had a 25% qualified need. Now, in 2020, we have a 45% need. That amount has grown not only because we are getting our name out to communities that otherwise wouldn't consider Xavier as an opportunity, but because we've been able to grow the tax credit program so tremendously, we can really and truly offer the support for families who cannot afford it. So I was really surprised to learn that, and and honestly, I think a lot of people would. Um, to see it grow in the last 12 years from 25 to 45%, I think is pretty tremendous. So. Absolutely. And tell me a little bit about your enrollment. Are you about 1,000 kids, 1,200? We have 1,200 students enrolled at Xavier each year. Um, and our diversity percentage has most definitely changed as well. So we, um, again, originally I think we were about 20% um, of a diverse population when we first started at Xavier, and now we're ranging between 35 and 40% um, each year. So it, it, it's pretty impressive that we are – I thought the thing that was the most interesting is that our admissions team goes to any school that will allow them in the door. So – any public school at any part of the valley our admissions team is out there and so what they really want to let these students know is Xavier is an option for you school choice is an option because of the tax credit and so that's what's allowed both our percentage of kids who qualify for need and our percentage of diversity on the campus to increase it's wonderful to hear you say that um, working closely with someone from your admissions department in the past I'm aware of between 40 and 60 different events and schools that they would go and visit to get that message across to their parent bodies and student bodies that Xavier education is much closer than you think. And I know you have people coming from all areas of the valley. We do. It's really incredible. We have um, families coming from Far East Chandler, Litchfield Park, as far north as Anthem, Glendale, surprise I mean absolutely everywhere North Scottsdale and um, it's really it's really neat because a lot of these families um, are willing to commute because they have a, a legacy status or they know somebody who's been to Xavier to where their parents went there or their grandparents went there and you see the generational commitment and that's why they're willing to make that drive um, and it's neat because it pulls a lot of families that otherwise you know I've heard students say well I would never have been best friends with Brittany because she lives 30 minutes away from me so it's nice that they have the opportunity to meet other students from different parts of the valley and, and those relationships carry far beyond the days that they are in the Xavier halls 
They have alumni. Your alumni program is one of the strongest that I can think of in the Diocese of Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And it, it's fabulous for those girls to be able to come back 20, 30, 40, 50 years later mm -hmm. to talk about their experiences at Xavier and cultivate Absolutely. those relationships. Yep. Our director of, a, I thought you might like this quote, our director of alumni relations, Polly Bayless Fitzgerald, who graduated from Xavier um, in 1968, she is obviously very well known among the community. And one of the fa my most favorite things that she says at graduation every year, graduation practice is you're a Xavier student for four years, but you're a Xavier alumna for life. So um, I really do think that rings true because we have people coming back to our reunions. In fact, um, on Traditions Day every year, we celebrate our, our graduates. Um, our Well, we started with our 50 50-year graduates are 60-year graduates, and for the last two years, we've had 70-year graduates. So it's pretty neat to have those women come back. That's just incredible. Um, you mentioned about the demonstrated need at Xavier and that it continues to increase every year, which is what we also see at Catholic Education Arizona. Um, operational costs for our schools are higher than they ever have been, and the funding is extremely limited. Mm -hmm. Therefore, all schools have to use all of their resources very creatively and very fiscally sound mm -hmm. to keep everything afloat, especially with the numerous programs that you offer at Xavier. Let's talk a little bit about how we fund our tuition. If I'm a parent and I wanna know, how, how am I gonna fund the tuition at Xavier? What do you tell me? Sure, and there are, you're right. It's absolutely a puzzle that has to be put together to make it work for many of our families. Um, in fact, this one story comes to mind about a student who um, shared with us that her parents um, grew up in Mexico. They had to drop out of school in seventh grade so that they could help support their families. And so when they moved here to Phoenix, Arizona, they wanted a better life for their children. And she happened upon a teacher who to this day is still a mentor of hers, but was with working with Teach for America and said to her, you are very gifted. We need to get you into Xavier College Preparatory. And she said her and her parents just giggled because she thought there's no way. There is absolutely no way that we can make this happen. So he said, look, I'm going to take you to Xavier and I'm going to introduce you to their director of admissions and I'm going to introduce you to their, our friends in the finance office and let's just talk about it. And all of those things that you mentioned to be able to pull together resources, but the number one step for every single student who requests any form of tuition support is to apply for FAIR. If they qualify for FAIR and they are academically qualified, we will do absolutely everything we can to ensure that they can stay at the school. And that's what we did with her. So we sat down with her parents and we showed her how to fill out the FAIR application. After that, we saw what she qualified for and fortunately she was a corporate qualified student, also max amount of individual, at that time, the tax credit was only half what it is now, so she didn't get as much funding, but granted, our, our tuition was less at the time, but still, it left a lot that we still had to fund for her. So at, we sat down with her family and looped in a couple other STOs that offer um, not only the need-based, but also the opportunity for recommended funds. And we and so we did that, received what we could from that. And then on top of that, we had money through our Xavier Foundation and our Xavier Fund, so our other scholarship um, fundraising areas. And we were able to get her fully funded for four years. If you think about her, she took a city bus from South Phoenix to Xavier College Prep every single day, did her homework on that city bus every single day so that she could keep up academically, go home and help her parents with her younger siblings. She 
then went and had and attended Notre Dame University on a full ride four-year scholarship and, and she's the exact prime example of why we do what we do and work all those puzzle pieces together to ensure that she had the best opportunities to change the trajectory of her of her family's life because not only was she the first member of her family to graduate from high school but she was the first member of her then a member of her family to graduate from college and I know she has such a bright future ahead of her and she's going to be able to help all of her siblings get through the rest of their high school careers as well and the stories like this student that you just explained are monumental in everyone's lives um, not only you can tell me all sorts of stories like this you also are part of Boys Hope Girls Hope of Arizona where you're taking their their scholars and helping them become what you just spoke of exactly um, us at CEA we want to help every student that we can receive a tuition scholarship if they need it right uh, when you talk about FAIR so that our folks that are listening understand FAIR is financial aid independent review that is a third-party independent organization that we use to do a financial analysis for all of our applicants so when you think about need we don't like to say that somebody qualifies based on financial need there's all sorts of need and need as you know and as we all know is much different than is reflected on your tax return mm -hmm. at times yes, so definitely. we like to have a tool for our schools as well as for us to determine the amount of need a family has and a $200,000 income family may have need an $80,000 family may not have need it's all dependent on their individual situations which we take pride in analyzing which uh, has been fantastic for the last 23 years for us um, let's talk a little bit about what you do on the corporate side as we are knee-deep in our corporate season um, and you are instrumental for us as our partner so give us some background on your corporate tax credit thank you um, I love corporate tax credit. It's actually my favorite type of tax credit to um, fundraise for. And um, because for me, it's the challenge to get to the top of the ladder in some of these corporations. So it's, I like a challenge and I like sales. I came from a sales background. So I do enjoy that part of it. Um, but then I get to explain to them why it's so important. So, um, so they firsthand see the benefit of the Catholic education. So often what I do is I look through lists of parents and who works for who and whose position is what and narrow down who I want to talk to and who I'd like to make the um, the sell to about why the tax credit is so important and so essential. So once I do that, then I do ask our, um, we have a board of trustees as well as four committees on our board. Um, and within those, I ask every single person, who do you know? Do you know any of these people I'm looking for? Am I missing somebody? Is there somebody I should be going after? So that's always step one, and that's something I do in the fall of every single year. And I realize it's much too early, but as far as creating that prospecting list, um, even though I'm not necessarily talking to them yet, I'm going to start the cultivation process and just try, try and make a connection. So that's what I do in the fall. And then when January comes and we get back from Christmas break, um, what I do is I go through those and I start just emailing and calling every single person as often as I can until they will respond to me. And many will reject me and not just even want to talk to me. And that's absolutely okay. I don't take it personally. But what I try and communicate to them is that Xavier is breaking the barrier of women in industries. We are creating the future their future leaders in their corporations because these young women 100% of Xavier students graduate from college sorry excuse me graduate from high school and go on to 
college. Because of that, these we want to prepare these women from all different backgrounds, from all different parts of the valley, with not only the academics to be able to handle, but also the morals and the character that is received through a Catholic education. So I let these people know, hey, this these young women who, who you can support for free because you're paying anyway, um, they will be your future directors of marketing. They will be your future directors of of finance, your future um, leaders within our industry. So that's usually what I start with. And then then once I say, okay, okay, I hear what you're saying, that you do a lot at Xavier, how exactly is it that I can help? And then I tell them that it's a dollar for dollar tax credit. I ask them if they like choice. I ask them if they like to choose how their dollars are spent. Would they like to give it to the state or would they like to help build the future young women in our community? And then it often gives them pause. And they tell me that it's too good to be true. And then we go into the logistics and the nitty gritty and we talk about how a tax credit works. Um, usually once I secure a corporate donor, I can keep them on board year after year by sharing stories with them of the impact that their dollars have made. And then once they really realize that that dollar for dollar is not too good to be true, then they keep giving. So, You're, You have just summed up what we believe at CEA is that what we're all doing together is creating the future leaders. Exactly. And we like to say our tagline, we're creating them one scholarship at a time. <laughs> sure. Um, with what you've done at Xavier and what you continue to do for these 50, 60 years, whatever you've been in existence, it's truly cool. remarkable. And you've got great, strong administration there, Sister Joan and Sister Joni and Sister Lynn and company. <laughs> um, just your accolades are fantastic. Um, I am proud, I'm always proud to say that my girls were able to attend Xavier and do what they were able to do. Um, and I will say, as a parent, without this tax credit and the ability to use this, my students, my girls wouldn't have been able to go to Xavier. So I like to say I'm living proof <laughs> that it's possible. Sure. Um, it's wonderful. You have great corporate partnerships. Um, are you able to give us a few of the ones that stand out? Sure. Um, well, one of my favorites is actually a um, financial insurance company who is out of Indianapolis. And this relationship started because a board member of ours, just in the very beginning, because when I did first start working with the tax credit, we didn't spend a lot of focus on the corporate side because it felt very challenging. And at the time, insurance companies and S corporations were not part of it. It was only C corporations. And we had a very difficult time figuring out who even was a C corporation. Right. When it expanded to S corporations and insurance companies, that definitely opened up our motivation to push hard on some of these companies. And so we had a board member who very generously introduced us to a friend of his who is the CFO of that particular company. And it's just such a joy because not only do they get it and they get the impact, but they understand why it's important to keep giving year after year. So it's it, that's been a really fun one. Um, and then... You know, honestly, for me, some of the other favorites are just some small local companies that once you you may talk to over and over and over, and then once they understand, they're like, oh, gosh, this is great. And, and it's just nice because every year when I start the renewal process, it's always fun to reconnect with, with all of our corporate partners. So I'm just very grateful for every single one of them. And it's heartwarming for us. Sometimes um, some of your corporate folks will either call in to ask us a question or to submit something for us. And, um, you know, I don't want to really tell you that your name is Amy Persistent O'Sullivan, but I think you've been <laughs> referred to as that a couple times. That wouldn't surprise me. But what I like, um, what's heartwarming for me are the ones that are alumni. 
that have now gone on to create a corporation of their own and now realize and are giving back. Absolutely. If that's not a true testament to what this tax credit can do, I just don't know what is. It's neat. Um, tell us a couple more stories if you can we're getting short on time any other thing that stands out I know our corporations that are listening we want them to understand that as you said this is not too good to be true mm -hmm. it's a dollar for dollar tax credit and you're there to help we're there to help and all they need to do is have it in their heart to want to provide the best education possible for those families that want that choice sure um <clears throat> well I'm going to give an example um we had this last school year, you all brought Tim White from Meritage Homes over to Xavier's campus. And um, we were connected with Meritage Homes because his brother, Greg White, had a daughter who attended Xavier and who um, was involved in our board. And he introduced me to his brother via email. And we just continued to work on that relationship over the last few years over email. And what we did was we grabbed a few students who are corporate tax credit recipients, and we did a um, photo opportunity for Meritage Homes and um, an opportunity just for him to get to see our campus. And I appreciate that you that you at CEA um, have done that so much recently um, with the corporate corporate partners, excuse me, mm -hmm. um, and really have brought them to campuses and off offered opportunities for them to meet the students. So I brought, I think it was four or five students and they, you know, took their photo and, you know, were very sweet and told them a few stories about their life at Xavier and things like that. But for me, it was neat because it was the first time I had ever had the opportunity to meet Tim in person, which I thought was really cool. I also liked the fact that he got to meet the students, but the students afterwards came to my office and were just so inspired because they felt this person and yes it's his corporation but this person has provided me a gift and they were like starstruck in a way I don't know how else to say it <laughs> but they felt like well one particular student said to me he motivates me to want to become a leader in a corporation so that I can make the decision to help a student at Xavier than when I get to make that choice. And I thought, what a very cool thing for him to be the example for these students to see that there's a person or a company and decision makers behind their scholarships. And they felt so inspired by that. So I thought that was really, really interesting. Um, and, and, and it, you know, just kind of it, it brought emotion to me because I thought these students really understand and are really appreciative for everything they receive from Catholic Education Arizona and all of our partners, individual and corporate. And that's why one of the reasons we've gone out to do the big corporate partnership pushes with our photo opportunities, with going out to meeting our administration and our students, is to help both sides see how this is possible and the difference it's making in both sets. The corporation's life, knowing what they've just done for those kids and those kids knowing that without them, this quality education may not have been possible. That's right. Exactly yeah. right. I have two more quick things I'd like sure. to add. Um, I just want to give a huge shout out to the finance department at Xavier. Love uh, them dearly. Oh my gosh, they're them. incredible. And the reason is because they really make the I find the money, they make it fit together. They really do the puzzling to ensure yeah. that these students are covered. And um, how they do that is they offer uh, a, a STO fairs and education mm -hmm. opportunities at both of our entrance exams, 
both of our registration nights and then they allow STOs to come in um, throughout the school year and do individual presentations to our families as well but not only that but um, Melissa Pena, who's our director of financial aid, she will allow any any family who needs the support, and she's bilingual, which is helpful, to come in and sit down with her at her computer, and she will walk them through the FAIR application and any other application for different um, tuition organizations around the valley so that she knows that they don't feel alone in this process because oftentimes we will find that our students are the ones trying to fill these things out because their Mm -hmm. parents are having a hard time with the language barrier understanding what some of the words mean and to take that pressure off of those young women and allow them to be the high school students and Melissa really sits down and and ensures that these families understand exactly what they are doing Um, and it has been such a game changer for us at Xavier to have their dedication all of them in the finance office absolutely and as closely as we work with you as a as on the corporate tax credit side we work with the finance office in helping with the administration of the scholarship funds Um, there's not a week goes by that we don't talk to melissa or leslie or joe um, at least two three times i believe it different students and that's the kind of care and compassion that runs deep within the walls of xavier and it's fantastic Um, Well, I think we're about out of time. I want to thank you, Amy, for being our guest on the podcast today, for your time, for all our listeners that have come to hang out with us today. And we want you to look forward to our next podcast, wherever you find podcasts or on our website at www.ceaz.org forward slash podcast. It's always a great day at CEA, and we'll see you next time. You have been listening to Creating Future Leaders with Catholic Education Arizona. For more information, visit us at www.catholiceducationarizona.org.